good evening or good morning wherever I find you. This is kind of a impromptu episode. It's not even the bonus episode that is coming up this week. Um, it's going to be the same as the first episode, only about Emmett. And so that will be up in a few days. But I come to you, I'm recording this at 9.30 at night on a Monday. And it's because I just finished, I attended virtually the Rise Women's Weekend. And there's a ton of upheaval of things that I've learned in that weekend. Like it's three days of a ton of soul work. And I will break that down and probably mention things as I go along. And probably in upcoming episodes. But there was one thing tonight in last pieces of it in one of the talks today that truly brought out a part that I want to chat about because I don't think that I'm alone in it. And there's something that kind of bloomed. There's something that kind of I realized that as much as I knew somewhat, it truly... The biggest realization for me in three years happened today and I want to share that with you because I want this podcast to be something that is certainly you know about autism and motherhood but I want it to be about life too I want it to be about you know moments and lessons and everything and I'm just bringing my versions of that to the table I think that there's room at the table for all of us and this is just me in my seat giving the present presentation of what I've brought. So for those that know me, for those that don't, um, I lost my pop almost three years ago. It'll be three years in January, which is so hard to believe. But anyway, I won't get into the dire details of that right now, but I do have a reason for stating and explaining that. And that is I've always dealt personally with anxiety and it's been a thing like my whole life I was a pretty worried kid and I didn't realize it was anxiety until I was older but the last three years truthfully it's went to like a spike of a whole other level like I was worrying about I still go through it I still have really hard nights it's mostly at nighttime where it's just hard and if you've had anxiety then you understand that part about the physical stuff that can happen like it's just it feels like you're in hell for a minute and there are people who don't understand it and think it's stupid and you can feel that way because if you've never been there then you really don't get it like many things we can talk about I'm like I said I'm just bringing my section to the table my voice to this It doesn't mean it's the only one. It really was bad since he passed. And I finally, and I know it might be, you know, if you're looking from the outside and you're seeing everything, you may notice this already with somebody, but I had to find this out on my own. I came to the realization today that every single time I feel that anxious, especially at night, like I said, the same feeling and the same physical sensations are the same ones that I felt the moment that Poppy died. 
this is really hard to talk about, so forgive me if I'm not going to have my words properly together or if I am emotional, but this is deep for me. Um, that moment of losing him or realizing the panic, the racing heart, the tightness... The tingling almost, even in my forehead, my arms, uh, my neck, the worry, the devastation. Every time I feel really anxious, it's identical to that feeling of when I lost him. So it's almost like a grief that kind of pops up and pops up and brings me right back to that moment only I didn't realize it until today like I know that I had anxiety and I acknowledge that and I was trying to do all these things and this is the first time that I feel like I've woken up and it doesn't mean the anxiety is leaving but I've woken up into this place of holy shit this is exactly what I felt when I lost him and it just didn't leave hopefully that makes sense But it literally took me until almost three years later. I was just like, I have anxiety, you know, and I know it did get worse after he passed away and all the things. But now I'm like, shit, that's what it is. That's the answer. It's like it stayed. It's like that moment stayed with me. And anytime something comes up in life and even when it doesn't because if anybody has anxiety they know that you can be having the best day ever and it like just pops up like bing hello I'm here to ruin your day and you're like seriously seriously and you're trying all the tools in your toolbox to make it go away and sometimes it doesn't sometimes you can pull out one tool and you feel at peace in 20 minutes sometimes you go through six and feel peace And then sometimes you've emptied that toolbox of all the things that you do to cope and you are just stuck. And today is the first day that I realized maybe because we walked through a lot of emotions and a lot of amazing things. You're emotionally drained after a conference like that. I'll tell you that right now. Because you walk through a lot of stuff that's uncomfortable, but it's going to help you learn and grow and go forward and be the best version of yourself. I know that line is overused. I could give a shit. I like it. Okay? I do think we all have that capability. But I had to sit here in this feeling tonight because I started to feel a little bit anxious earlier and go, that's that feeling again. That is the living thing from that moment that is like in my veins that won't escape my body. And it's really hard to talk about this, but at the same time, I am so grateful for this wake-up call today. I'm so grateful that I'm here and I'm breathing and everything is fine. And it might be the first time that I actually realized, like we read all these quotes and we do a lot of things and books and podcasts and just a bunch of different things um, when we have things like this to try and fix it maybe not fix it but to cope to you know what I mean there's no quick fixes in this but we like I said the toolbox we built this toolbox that works for us and sometimes it takes longer and sometimes you know what I mean we work on I believe personally we work on this toolbox forever 
I don't think we fully cure things as far as this. I just think that our toolbox gets better and better if we really put the work in. Because at the end of the day, as much as we can say, you know, like I said, it's like hell. Like when you're in that moment, it feels that way. We are the only people who can change that. Your spouse can't, your parent can't, your sibling, your friend. No one can change that in you. And as much as I say, like, I went to this conference, they didn't tell me this at the conference. At the conference that I'm attending, we went through all these things. And just it just so happens that as I'm sitting tonight doing my soul work afterwards, which I call it, and writing out my thoughts of things, it literally just was like, ding, and it came out. Like, I was like, holy shit, I'm carrying, my anxiety is grief. The anxiety that I feel the last three years is grief that it's just like sitting there on my chest bringing me back to that exact moment every time an unexpected thing happens anytime something bad happens even if it's if things are stressful whether it's a little bit of stress or a lot and then sometimes it just happens when there's nothing going on so what are we going to do about it Well, I just sat for the last about 20 minutes or so and I wrote down all the things that 2018 Alex did. Because you know what? This isn't everybody's case, but like I said, I'm bringing my shit to the table here. The best inside work I ever did, the best place I was on the inside, was 2018. And even just in routines, I had so many routines built up. I moved my body every day. I journaled. I did all these things that may sound hokey, but they freaking, like I was living my life. I was the best mom mode I'd ever been in. I was in the best wife mode I was ever in. I was the best Alex. I was the best version of myself in 2018. And I can just, I truly, now that enough time has passed and, you know, life goes on, and I don't mean everything was perfect. I just mean that I handle things so in the way that I want to handle them now. Like I, right now in my life, there's things that I'll be like, God, I want to, and I'm like, God, she handled it so amazing. Like if I could just have her back. When I need to flip that and realize that she's still here. There's just all this other stuff that's kind of piled and I need to figure out how to shift that part of me back to her. And it's not going to happen overnight and it's going to take a lot of work. But she still lives there. It's kind of the same as your inner child still lives in you your whole life and you need to work on that as well because there's so many things there, more so for some people than others. But you need to nurture every part of yourself because they are with you your whole life. When, God, Lord behold, if I live until I'm 80, my 11-year-old self, my 30-year-old self, my 50-year-old self will still be inside me living. And I need to take care of her and what she needs. You know when you have those moments like when you're older, like I will be 33 in a week. And there are certain things that I still do. Like certain things that I will do to make myself feel better that made like 11-year-old Alex feel better. I turn on the radio in the morning sometimes and listen to, you know what I mean, 
part of like the good news a little bit like happy news and listen to the first few hits of a songs because I did that when I was 11 only my version when I was 11 I would listen to the top nine at nine before I'd go to bed because I'd have all this goodness when I was going to bed I would sit there with my coca-cola polar bear mug and listen to the top nine at nine music and have good feelings and good dreams and life was good why do we stop doing this why do we get to a place in our life whether you're a mother whether you're not but we get to this point like in adulthood where we stop doing all these things that nurtured us that's like a whole other podcast but I it's just what I'm thinking here I'm just thinking here like why do we stop the nurturing why does it why do we stop it where does the nurturing go and then we find ourselves like I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what? I need to do that. I need to incorporate that back of my routines. And when I go to 2018, I had done that again. I had done all the routines that made me my best self and feel good most of the time. And I was genuinely happy and living. I mean, I'm always living authentically. I mean, I can't, there's no, I, I can't do with the bill, bullshit. It's me, but like I was living in that zone like in this golden zone I guess I'll call it and now I find myself like I get stressed out so much easier and there's all these little things like I said in the last few years and so now I've come to this place and I'm sitting here tonight with you or if you're watching this in the morning you are but hear me out I'm sitting here and I am just like whoa all along I've been trying to deal with this and thinking I mean there's nothing wrong with me and if you have this there's nothing wrong with you either but I've been seriously sitting here going like what the hell happened like I know it was bad but what the hell happened and then I go to this place of oh my soul is still my soul has that moment that my soul has that moment and it's at the front of it, like it's just there. And it's just waiting for every opportunity to give me those emotions, to give me those physical sensation, all those things. It's just waiting for that tiny bit of a trigger from me. So where do I go from here? Am I going to cure my anxiety? Probably not. I've always been a natural worrier. I also think being a Virgo does not help. And I do believe we are who we are and everything we choose definitely a lot of lessons this weekend as far as the conference but what I'm trying to explain is I still think we can figure out certain things I believe we can do that with the tools that we have no matter or we can start building our toolbox wherever stage you're at the stage is linear the stage is not perfect but or linear I don't even I think I might have screwed that up but I'm basically <laughs> linear I think it's just perfectly straight and I don't mean that excuse me I am not book educated on measurements and distant like let's just scrap that you understand what I'm saying I'm basically saying that it's not like this straight line where you're like this is the way it is the way that it comes with dealing with our mental health is 
Everybody has the same toolbox. It just has different friggin' stuff in it for whatever works with you. That's all I'm trying to say because we both bring different life experiences and trauma and all those things. We all bring different stuff like to our table. Like I said, we all bring, all our plates are different. All the utensils we use may look a little different from everybody else, but we're still eating at the same table. We are still sharing a meal. It just looks different across the table. But here's the thing. I wrote down I wrote down this list tonight about the things that I did do and not to put a lot on myself because I don't think that that's good either. I think to pile a ton of stuff on is not good. But I'm looking at this list and I'm like, what if I just try? What if I just take all these tiny little habits that I did and maybe pick two of them and start doing them again? Like just do them like the way I brush my teeth. You got to brush your teeth every day. There's all these things like you got to do every day. Why don't I just treat them like that? Instead of being like, you know, making a big picture board and being like, these are my goals, which is good too. I'm not against that. I'm a very visual person and I'm all about a vision board. But in the sense of trying to simplify things, in this moment, trying to simplify and, you know, going, I am going to drink two liters of water a day. Let's start there. And then maybe the week after, I am going to start doing yoga every morning like I was. And then maybe the next week or throughout the whole thing, try and be more of a present parent in certain areas. And it doesn't mean I'm not present with my kids, but I just definitely think I can acknowledge fully that there definitely needs to be an improvement. I will never be a perfect mother, and I'm not trying to be like any sort of mother. I'm trying to be me because what I've gone through and what I'm going through in motherhood is different from you. And I think that we can all help each other, but I also feel like we need to listen to our own instincts as well because our kids are different too. I mean, I'm raising, you know, not to throw, but I'm raising two little boys. And at the same time, I'm reading two, I'm raising two little boys with two very different needs. And I'm trying to balance that out. So that all comes along with it. We all have our stuff. But in a nutshell, what I just want to kind of, this is, wasn't, I was not expecting to record another episode until next week. Um, and it was gonna, it's gonna be like a reflection, one of 32 years. So that should be interesting, especially after all the work this weekend about past, present, and future. So I'll let you all know that next week. I just want to put this out here because maybe there's one other person who's had something similar happen and we all go through different things and I know it wouldn't be identical because that's we don't go all through identical things we are all built in our own pieces we are all our own masterpiece of what life has given us and whatnot. but if one person if this might help you to have that click moment of God, that's why I'm carrying that around. And not that you didn't know. It's just sometimes you just need a moment. It's like a light bulb moment. This was mine. It was like a click and a light bulb and a lightning bolt and whatever else. It was, you know, Pikachu lighting up and getting in the boat, like jumping out of the Pokeball. Like it was just what it was. That I'm here and I'm like, I am carrying that. 
I'm carrying that moment every single day. And it doesn't mean the anxiety is going to go away and I'm going to just be, you know, amazing in 24 hours. Like, come on now. What I'm saying is now that I've recognized the meaning and the root of it is what I'm getting to. The root of my anxiety is that. So what do we do with the root? Well, we can't just rip it out, but we, maybe we can take that root and turn it into something else. Maybe what's blooming does not have to be fear and worry. Maybe it can be love, more patience, more time, more nurturing. Let's do that with the root instead. And it's not going to happen tomorrow or the next day. But let's start what I can do and what you can do if you relate to this at all. Maybe we should start watering it again with the good stuff. With the things that create the peace and the joy. And then maybe when the hard moments come, we won't automatically start. We will just continue to pour the good on. And just be like, you know what? There is good. No matter how life gets, there is good. And by no means am I saying that we cannot feel grief and have moments. I'm not saying that because I think like I think that the stronger that grief is is the how you how deep you loved. And that's not a bad thing because we need more love in this world. But wholeheartedly from me to you. Let's start trying to water and work on that. Let's take that root and make it something better. Because right now it's not getting us anywhere. And it sucks to feel this way a lot. It just sucks. And that's not a proper freaking term, but it's me. You're not, you know what I mean? I am by no means fancy. I am just me. And I love Crocs. And I love socks with sandals. And I hate flowers. Like, like I like fake ones. Like, I have fake ones, you know what I mean, in my window. But in the sense of, like, I've, from the time I was in relationships, every guy, not that there was a lot, and my husband knew not to get me flowers. But anyway... That's that, and that's a whole other conversation for another day. Stay strong. I am apologize if this is a bit of a ramble, but I just felt in my heart and got to pour myself out to you tonight while this feeling is really raw, and I'm still processing it. And sometimes we need a bit of a shake-up. Sometimes we need that light bulb moment, and it's not a bad thing. We just got to do the work. And we have to have patience to do the work. It's not a quick fix. No quick fixes work in any area, let me tell you. So I will talk to you soon. The bonus episode um, talking about Emmett will be later this week, if you are interested at all. And if this resonates with you, or it might resonate with somebody else, share it on your socials, I'd appreciate it. Take care.